Welcome back to the damn, damn Waxelbaum Show. My name is Tim Waxelbaum and this is my podcast. I never know how to start these things and it always comes out as just like this fucking balloon of talking and just this fucking horrible introduction of nonsense. Hey, okay, we got through it. We got through the nonsense portion of the intro. It's been a long time since I've used these muscles, you know. I, I was just doing some karaoke to warm up for this. I have not been out of the house for so long that I'm starting to get this bottled up feeling of like this person inside of me like trying to come out. I feel like a new person literal like literal sorry to like accentuate so much okay let's just talk normal okay i feel like like yesterday or like a couple days ago a new person like came into my body and i don't mean figuratively like in the commercials like when like when you see medication commercials and they go i'm a new per i'm a different person i'm the person i never the fucking medicine helped me be a, a new person or some shit like that. Well, that's not how I feel. I feel like somebody entered my body from the ether that was like just floating around. Like now it's in this body and is bored as fuck. Like it's like, what? This is the body I have to be in. So it's like now I'm like all moving around and shit. In doing the podcast because I'm a new person. Literally a new fucking soul came into my body and was like, dude, this is what you do all day? You just fucking sit around and code and like look at stocks? That's your life? You just listen to the news? You just watch Fox News like an old man, like a stereotypical white old white guy from the south who beats his wife and calls people the that's your freaking life i don't know i I feel like that's how like consciousness works i feel like it just goes i feel like it just kind of flies or like goes from body to body and those you know the people the thing running the body uh that's what's conscious um the thing that makes you you is not the consciousness okay here's what i'm trying to break down here's what i'm getting at i've talked about i've talked about this before um it's the thought that we're all just one collective cock we're all just one collective conscious in different bodies you know Um, so if we switch bodies with somebody, nothing really happens. I mean, you do notice something subtle. Like I notice that I am a different person inhabiting this body because I'm all of a sudden interested in different things. Like it just, like I felt it happen too. Like I was just sitting on my computer and like, you just get this feeling of like, like, um, slight vertigo you just feel like mystified like whoa where am i have i always been here where the fuck you just feel like okay i know that i've oh i've been here this whole time but like this weird like like you just feel like you've just kind of been like uh 
um, more made to be aware of your, like, I don't know. So like I switched, so a new soul is currently in my body and it made me want to like be more exuberant. It made me want to go back to old behaviors. And one of those old behaviors is, um, I guess, stand-up comedy, like trying to be funny, trying to have like a funny, trying to like express yourself. I think that's what I've been bottling up. I've been, so that's what I've been doing. I've been bottling up a part of my soul. This is where we're getting more, this is where we are getting to starting to get physical or uh, metaphysical. This is where we are starting to get a little more sub, like uh, not literal. I don't know, who cares? Like I do literally feel like I did transmit my soul as some other loser. Now I'm a shell. So like, I don't know. So now some other person on the opposite, who knows where, has my previous soul and they're just doing absolutely nothing. They're just being a neat. They're just watching YouTube videos, which is fine. It's the transition between... You could tell, see, I was, I knew I was due for like a change of bodies, of souls, of spirit, whatever you want to call it, because, because I was getting like a very, um, something had to give. I was getting bored of the, of the self that I was being. I was allowing myself to only do certain things i was only doing uh very like businessy type things or investing finance i wasn't trying to be funny and i wasn't trying to express my inner self that is what is what makes me unique as an individual and if you bottle that up and you don't get let yourself um contrast your personality with other people's and see the how you're unique and um, you're going to feel enslaved if you aren't allowed to express that part of you. And, you know? and so I feel bad for politicians that can't express themselves how they really want to express themselves. Um, anyway, so I haven't, do I haven't gone out. Of I haven't been going out because I've been trying very hard, successfully, I might add, to just delete that part of myself, to just be like, you know what? Even though that's why you moved here and that's what you deep down are good at. Like, even though that's what you are probably meant to be doing in the grand scheme of things, whatever the fuck the phrase is, you're meant to be a comedian because you're like, I don't know, I just have like this feeling of like, this is what you're meant to be doing. And even though that's the case, I've been telling, I've been like being like, no, fuck, I don't want to do that though. Like the of the passion goes away after you don't if you're not getting the return on investment that you whatever so that's why so i haven't been doing i've not been um pursuing anything of that nature that has to do with externalizing my goal like a uh, stand-up would be a goal Becoming a stand-up comedian is a goal that I, at one point, told myself 
that I had on this podcast. I was like, oh, I'm trying. Oh, I'm, I got the, I got the passion back or whatever. But then the next fucking day, a week later, I go, oh yeah, that, that was. That was a week ago. I'm no longer interested. It only takes a freaking day for me to go, oh, no, that's gay. But it was going good. Like, I was on a stretch where I was going out, like, every freaking day for, like, a month, just driving back and forth and getting really good at, like, knowing where to park and, like... Anyway, so, but then you get burned out, and then you, it's like, well, I don't want to even think about that, like, let alone do it every day or even at all. So that's how my brain works. I get super uh, saturated on one topic, on one goal, and then I go, yeah, and then, I don't know, something happens, and then I go, okay, I need to now recede from, like, I did the Kill Tonys. I think that was... Um, I don't know. That was like a thing that I felt like, okay, I achieved something there. I got on there and did okay. Now I have to, now what? The next, so the next step was obvious. There was no, nothing to, nothing to think about. It was do Kill Tony again. Write new joke. Write a new minute for Kill Tony. But it just never had, I, this was in May when I last did it. Um, that's a long time ago now. That's like fucking like five months ago or some shit. I don't know. God, close, close enough to that. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so it's like, well, yeah, I, that's what I would be the thing to do, but it's like, what, I guess I'm just like, I don't want to, I I don't, I feel like I don't want to. So I I didn't do that. Cause like it's like I don't have anything new, and it's like I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like it. I'm not enjoying the process of, like the process of going to open mics and building material. Is um, not fun to do really in Austin as it was in Chicago. Be for a couple of reasons, just like the logistics of getting there is just not as fun. And as you get older. It gets more brutal just by the comparing yourself to others. It's like, oh, this guy is just starting a week ago, and I'm been ten started ten years ago. Anyway, so it's like, yeah, fuck that. But anyway, but that's what I would do, and that's what I've I did. I I've done that. I've done. I did it. Um, and I kind of am starting to get that itch again to do something to prove that I'm not even to prove anything, just to, for my own, just to be like. This is the point of why I'm here. This is like, this is fun. It's fun to express yourself in ways that other people can't. That are it's unique to you. Uh, like if like I can only go so long without watering that flower, and it's not a flower that's ever gonna just completely vanish. It's not gonna die. And it's like other things will go away. Like my ability to tolerate certain people will definitely go away in time. As I get older, things go away. You can't teach a dog new tricks and you get more bigoted as you get older. So like the wavelength, like just like the shit that I could vibe to is going to drop off. 
But stand up, it's always going to be something. I have this like guttural um, instance, this fucking innate feeling urge that I want to fucking do. Even at a shitty open mic in front of comics, it doesn't matter. It's the point of just being able the freedom of it in the expression. It's not about the career chase and stat status clout chase and whatever. It's not about that for me. But then it becomes about that when you start doing it regularly. If I that's the thing, I get this. I go, oh fuck, I gotta. I'm not as. I'm not as. That's the thing. If I'm not getting paid money, it's like okay, what what am I getting out of it? If it's purely for the uh, for the hobby, um, I'm not gonna do it every fucking day. I'm gonna I'm gonna take I'm gonna do it for many months without I'm gonna go without doing it for a long time. If it's not paying me real money or social uh, currency is what which it wasn't. In Austin, it's not. It takes a long time to rub, and everybody sucks. Like nobody's that good at it either here, or at least to the point where it like incurred where it like it's like, oh, that guy's so fucking. It's just not. There's a couple comics that were good, but it's like okay, they're doing their thing. I don't give a fuck. They're not in my circle. They're not like pressure. They're not like twisted my arm. I don't know, man. But I don't give a fuck because I'm happy about it. I'm not, like, unhappy about it. I'm, it's like I know what I should be doing. And that's what the TikTok thing was for, was to... There's always a lofty, like, plan in my head. It's like, well, I'll just... But then it fades away, and then it goes like, no, I don't care about anything. Anyway. But I do care about this podcast, and this podcast is not going to die... Um, it's, I want to do it, keep doing it for at least another, anyway, f- to at least hit the year mark before giving, cause I, 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 I essentially gave up on it. Like last week I was like, I don't, why am I still doing that? I don't even look at the result. I don't even like, I don't even care literally if anybody is watching it or anything. But then I was like, yeah, but it's, it's an outlet to yell at people. Oh, okay. So that's why I'm doing it. Okay, so we're only 14 minutes in, and I'm already running out of steam, though, so that maybe I will stop. Maybe this will be the last episode. Okay, episode 45, yeah. This is episode 45, but I labeled it 44 mistakenly. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about. Since I last did this, the queen died. Do I, I mean, my, I was sad when I was like, oh, that's sad when it happened. Because you want the queen to live forever because she's just like an institution. She's like a sign of like, an, whatever. I was a little bit, I took it as like uh, as like a British person would take it who has, whatever, who gives a shit. Um, I have nothing. Okay, Meghan Merkel, she is in the news for being black and not being liked by uh, certain people because she's like, um, she abated, she got the guy... She got the the redheaded guy for the the dude with red poofy hair to quit being a uh, I don't know I don't fucking know it's he's a simp and uh, so I like the the other one better I guess Kate I like that one better Kate Middleton I don't know because you can't 
it's weird to be like, yeah, I'm still part of the, I'm still part of this thing. I'm still going to go to the funeral, but you know, I'm the wrong race. I don't, I don't I, I, There's still, people still talk about race a lot. I still talk. I still think about it a lot. Pretty much every day I think about what's going on race-wise in the world. As long as it's not in my backyard, I don't care. Like, you know, if there's, um, I, I have a back. I have a backyard. I was reading because I could. That, so what? I'm, why did I bring that up? So cause the the reason I brought that up is that means I could get a fucking big dog if I wanted. Like I could get a German Shepherd, and I wouldn't even be considered a bad dog owner if I didn't even walk the thing, because it would just be hanging. I would just let it go in the backyard. That'd be cool. I don't know if I want a dog, though. Those things seem like a lot of things you got to pay for. Like, they just seem expensive. You got to get them groomed. Forget about it. So the reason I continued doing this podcast after deciding pretty much to stop doing it, um, the reason I started doing it again is because if I don't have this, I got nothing to show for like what I'm doing. Nobody, I have no connection to the outside world, and if and I just need to keep doing it because this is the only chance I have to get to get laid. If this podcast starts getting ten thousand listeners a week, eh, one out of the ten thousand, one of them, not just one of them, but at least one of them will want to bang me and then out of the hundred that do one of out of that hundred would actually have the wherewithal and the gall to email me to be like hey but i don't i don't want just like i don't want just unsolicited sex or i guess that would be solicited i don't want just like solicited sex like i don't really care about sex right now because i'm on antidepressants that make it take forever to i mean i'll still come on you if that's what you want but like it's don't ex don't get too excited for don't it's not going to be exciting it's just like you'll get what you wanted like okay you'll get you'll get it but you gotta be it's like okay i'll enjoy it too but you're not, it's going to be like, okay, this is a lot of him jerking his dick. A lot of like skin moving up and down. Like he's clearly working harder than he is enjoying himself. Like this is more exercise than it is relaxing for him. So that's just how it would, that's just how it's going to be. So that's not what I'm, fuck the sex. But as like, Whatever. I choose to be alone. See, that's the thing. I was like, I didn't, I chose to be isolated because anytime I de-isolate myself, I just see people, I, like I get a glimpse, I get like a collective, um, you know, I just get a sense of how people are and they're dumb and I don't want to be around them and I don't want to contribute to their lives. They're not doing shit for me. They're not paying my, they're not, they're not you got to pay your fair share. I don't know. I just feel like the concept, like people, mostly women, 
or just people that have this feeling of like insuperiority, inferiority, inferiority. They hate they hate the concept of billionaires, and they just, there's these literally there's people on this planet, the country, that feel that the that that it's like a bad thing to be a billionaire. And I don't know. I get where they're coming from because they go, there's just so much money. It's just too much money for one person to have. And I go, yeah, okay, fair. But to make it where you can't have a billion dollars, there's something wrong with that. Like, is it too much money on a practical level? Like, yeah, you don't need that much. But to disallow it, to restrict somebody from having that much, I have a problem with that. I don't know, man. That would be there would be something uh, totalitarian about that that I don't like. If 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 that's just like like I know that socialism is so fucking popular on the but among a lot of young people these days who just don't want to fucking work. They just feel entitled because they 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 see these small European countries that have uh, you know more social programs because they have smaller rich obviously way higher capita um populations and by high capita i mean high wealth per capita i mean high income per capita that they are able to fund social programs that's pretty simple i mean it's just simple fucking math uh, if you have a small rich population you're going to be able to have an excess of funding for fun programs that you wouldn't have in countries with a lower wealth per capita. It just isn't possible to fund um, programs or free health care in our in, in in way in bigger countries with small with less fucking wealth per capita. It just doesn't it's just whatever. They want an equalizer to just come in. They just want some central government to just be like, no, too much wealth at the top. Take from the top, give it to divvy it down to make it equal. So we're all just fucking equal. Yeah. I don't know how I st- why I started talking about this. Has like I just started talking about billionaires. Yeah, I'm pro fucking billionaire, obvious. And then like just the whole feeling of like, oh, I wish everybody wanted everybody to be okay in the like i wish everybody like i saw some fuck in the in the same socialist echo chamber um somebody was like i would die happy if everybody had the same attitude as me which is i want everybody to that i like that everybody in the world deserves cheap things that we have in our country like they felt well, shouldn't every, like, that's just, like, their mindset. Like, sh- everybody should have that mindset. That that if there's somebody in another country that can't afford cheap food or whatever, something that we have here that they don't have there because it's not developed, they should not be able to sleep at night. Like, that's, the, like, okay, well, Okay, Mother Teresa, if you if you if if you feel so bad that there's kids in Africa starving, go to fucking Africa and feed them. Like if you if if the solution is is not anything you're gonna fucking do, except for whine about it, and how you it would 
feel good if it was happening, well, then you're not fucking at it. You're not helping anybody. And you're just, you just look like a douchebag. And you just look like you just want to, you just look like a fucking jerk off who just wants to feel good about himself. There's going to be fucking poor people in other countries. That's the whole, if they're not in our country, why the fuck would I lose sleep over them? There's people in our country that are fucking on the street. Are you, and you're talking about people in other country? You're talking about, so you're concerned about people in Africa who can't get insulin, but not the people in Idaho who can't afford the insulin? I don't get, I don't get the thought process. Why don't you go to fucking Idaho? Get the, I just don't get why you're worried about people in other countries, why that's the priority. And also, the reason it's so cheap in other in in in, in, in <laughs> the reason it's so cheap in other countries is because all they had to do is fucking import it. Didn't have to pay for the fucking people to research it in the fucking first place. They don't gotta pay the salaries of the researchers funding the next generation of insulin. No. I don't know. So it's more, I don't know. I'm just getting into politics. Let's not get into politics. Let's forget about it. Forget about it. Um, Pelosi, though, she's hot. Like, I know that's a weird thing to say because she's 80 and not hot at all. But it's the power that I'm attracted to. I, I just think it'd be funny if somebody, never mind. It's not funny now. It was funny a few weeks ago when I first thought about it. I was like, I was like, how funny would it be if on TV some dude just goes up to her and, and tries to have sex with her? But like, not rape her, but like, you know, like comes on to her very strong as if she's not like this fucking most powerful woman in the world. Like, there's that's obviously funny to me because it's sex is the most like power it's like the most insulting thing you could do to a woman and it's the most powerful woman in the world so if for some reason i thought how funny would it be if like somebody who's not even a fucking politician just goes up to her and just somehow has access to her you know like in the fucking january 6th like what if one of those fucking viking guys actually made it you know when she was actually in office to her or not even during a fucking pro just like in a normal setting forget about the insurrection whole thing what if just somebody was like just went up to her and just like hey you want to have want to have sex i don't know for some reason that just this just made me laugh my ass off it's like just some dude in his 40s going like trying to come like trying to like rape Nancy Pelosi for some reason that like made me so fucking happy because it'd be so out of the fucking left field nobody would ever try to do that fucking nobody would be like would ever try to do that but like she would obviously turn into it like she would obviously make it into a, like a victimized thing like but like it would never happen but like i don't know i just thought it'd be funny hey you want to have you i don't know i can't do it though not now it's not funny to me because i've thought because it's like so fucked up 
Yeah. It's kind of like what Joe Biden did to young women or whatever, like, but without saying it. Like, he would just go up to them and start, like, you know, rubbing them or whatever. And, like, you know, like, smelling them. But this is me doing it to Nancy Pelosi as a younger gentleman and a little more aggressive. But, like, not, not like, rapey, but, like, super inappropriate. Like, <laughs> hey, you want to have sex? Like, something like, like, like. Want to f- like not f- not say the f word just be like you want to have sex like something like, like can you imagine saying that to the fucking speaker of the house to go hey you want to have sex like just the most highly disregard just having the most distasteful disregard for her fucking status just going up there hey you want to have sex with me i got a big big old Ooh, Nancy, you want to have some? Ugh. I don't know, man. I can't sell it, obviously, but it'd be fucking funny. And uh, so we're going to do a skit. We're going to do... I don't know. Don't steal that from me. Anyway, so what did I want to talk about this week? What did, what? So why did I... So one of the reasons I wanted to stop doing this podcast is because the quality is terrible of the content. And so it's like, well, because I see other podcasts that that actually have like an audience, and the thing about them that ha- that they all have in common is, is that they have like a topic that they stick to, and that there's actually an audience for. Like, there's this one that I've been watching on YouTube called "Who Is This Podcast?" or "Who Are They?" I don't fucking know. It's called "Who Is That Podcast?" or "Who Are They?" Whatever. Um, and it just makes fun of shitty podcasts. Like this one would be almost one that's bad enough for them to make fun of if it had any relevance at all. If this podcast had any like following at all, it would probably be like, well, this is horrible. Let's make fun of it. And it's pretty damn good. Um, I think it's just called Who Are This Podcast? And they make fun of stuttering John Melendez from, from a long time ago of the early days of howard stern he 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 was big on howard stern in the 90s as like a fucking intern not as a talent he was not ever like a showbiz guy in like he wasn't ever a writer or anything that takes talent he was an intern and just answered phone calls and got and got made fun of on air um but he get he has a podcast because he's he doesn't you know he's he tries to like hang on to his past glory from the nineties from like thirty years ago, and it's pretty fun to just watch people thoroughly just eviscerate somebody like that. Um, and Anthony Cumia is in the mix, and Anthony Cumia is is a great fucking radio guy, and he knows how to crack a joke, and he's he's hilarious and talented and opie i guess even back back then or original 15 how long ago geez at this point 18 years ago is when i first heard about opie and anthony is when it was on and it was when it was big 2005 is about when i first heard about it and uh, where am i going with this I saw it on Newgrounds.com. 
I was 15 years old, and even and as soon as I heard, I was like, okay, this this Anthony guy, I don't agree with him on his politics. He clearly is like a very like tried and true conservative type, which I was not. Uh, but but I was like, he's smart and he's fucking funny and he has a good laugh. He knows when to laugh and like set up jokes very fucking well. And this other Opie guy is just an asshole. Like, and it turns out, yeah, that's all he was. He was just an asshole. That's all he contributed. He didn't really contribute much. Either. Um, but who am I to judge? I mean, I'm not. Would I be better than Opie? Who knows? Probably not. Anyway. But yeah, so uh, so that's why I stopped doing this. That's why I took a week off is because I, I was shamed away from doing it. It's like, why am I putting out something that is so bad? Who am I to do that? But then it's like, okay, but other people do it that are worse than you, like Stuttering John. He is, he has, he's, he's, his podcast, like, okay, if he could not do it and still do it, and it would be a badge of honor to be made fun of on a different podcast. It would be cool because I actually kind of am able to poke fun at myself. I'm able to laugh at myself because um, like I was talking about earlier, like I'm just a vessel, this body, this fucking like meat puppet in front of you. Um, It's just a body. So I don't really give a shit if uh, somebody makes fun of it. It's not mine. Like, it's mine. Okay, it's mine. Like, I'll take care of it. But the thing inside of it is just passing through. It's just hanging out. And so if I, like, do something wonky, um, I could remove myself from the situation. I could laugh at at it. Um, I don't, like, take it too sacred. But I do have, uh, like, some sense of, like, pride and like I vet, like I know that I have certain traits that are valuable more than other that other people don't have. So I definitely value my my certain traits. And I don't look at myself as like a piece of shit all the time. And uh, so anyway, so I was like, yeah, I should do. This. So yeah, when I first before I hit the record button on this, I was like, oh, I should do an episode. So I dragged this green screen behind me and I was like, it takes effort to do this. This takes hours of time to, to, to edit, not to edit, but to upload into who cares. It doesn't take that long, but it takes some modicum of effort. So it's like, if it's something's going to take effort, it, you got to make it worth doing. So anyway, what did I, so let's start, let's start the episode. Okay. It is, 9.17, it is 11.54 p.m. on a Saturday night, and I am your host of this podcast. It is the uh, Tim Vikesabump, so anyway, the thing I have been focusing on in the past week is my diagnosis, it's my medical social, not my, it's my medical uh, mental health, there we go. So we've been talking about how I've been on the antidepressants for a couple months now. It's almost been two months. Yeah. And I really can't say if they're helping or not because my problems are pretty, like my mental problems or my depression is pretty thick. It was a pretty deep thing. Um, 
but I, I feel like it is benefiting me a little bit, but I don't know. So I, it's just subtle. And so I don't think serotonin is the main problem. And I am starting to do a little bit more of like work stuff, but it fucking, there's a dread that is still present right now. It's like, okay, I know I have to do something at some point with my life. I can't just vanquish myself from society. I can't just continue to slide through life in complete isolation. Like something's got to, at some point, I'll like that something fucked up will happen if I just completely stay isolated. But I don't know. I'm trying. I I do feel like there's this extroverted thing in me that wants to come out. The introversion is has been satisfied. Now I'm more. I want to be a little extroverted because like you just feel like so hopeless when you don't have any of that any uh, community. And I need so I need to build my own community. Yeah, you don't want to be in a toxic community. You don't want to be in one that brings the worst of you you know you don't want to be one that yeah you want to be one that make bring the best of you out of you so anyway so i've not been going out i've been like okay so i've been figuring thinking like serious i've been getting serious about what i'm going to do to generate actual income because if you haven't checked recently the uh the the market has been pretty like bad like we're kind of in a recession we're kind of like going through like a long-term financial struggle a lot of people just nothing is good right now housing is going down anyway so it's like okay i might i can't just live off fucking crypto crypto's in the dump nobody believes in anyway an eth 2.0 came out that happened doesn't really affect me i don't i don't nobody cares about the tech behind crypto except for oh my god so few people a thousand people on the whole planet maybe actually care about the proof of stake thing. I mean, what's the who the hell? Um, so what am I doing to try to generate income? Well, so far, ze- nothing. I'm working towards a goal. A v- not a hard to find goal, but I know that I like developing. I know that I like developing applications. And I know that I like programming, and, and that's what developing applications entails. And it usually entails a lo- some degree of programming. So let's just get it. Let's just rip the Band-Aid off. I'm, I've, I've started working on game development. So I, I've, I downloaded Unity. I, I, I am getting familiar. I'm learning Unity, and I'm very impressed with the capabilities of it like it's it's c sharp like it's a faster language than any language i've ever used to make games like it's it's a modern interface the modern framework that could you could do so you could make so much you could do really impressive games in this thing and it's not that hard to learn i was making quick progress in it because it's object oriented and like it's just it's based on years of successive um improvements 
of making it of making things easier to do that have been done in other games many times over that they just make it okay if you want to make a scroll pane if you want to make a ui that changes colors like whatever so many things have been done so many times by other developers that these frameworks have just made it so easy that it's like okay i guess i can actually make I could probably actually finish a game on my own without having to like go crazy and and like pay you know design like hire a bunch of people. You don't have to do that. You just buy assets. Anything that you can't do yourself or are not willing to do yourself, you just buy pre-existing assets. And it's really, really, you know, it's really impressive what you could get going in Unity. And I've been fucking obsessed with these idle games, these incremental clicker games that are also called idle games where you just get incremental rewards of dopamine for waiting. And they're slightly, they have some, uh, you know, they're strategically, okay, how do I maximize my time and try to get the highest return on investment for this game that I'm putting time into, which is really just to get to watch a number go up. That's all the game is. It's just watching a number go up in clever ways to slowly trick your brain into why that's valuable to do. Clicker, uh, what is it called? Like Cookie Clickers is one example. NGU Idol is one I've been playing for literally like the past two years, every day, just every time... I'm at my computer, I'm just checking this game every, like, fucking minute. It's been consuming me for fucking two years straight, this fucking game. Because you're just always working towards the next fucking gradual goal. That's what it was designed to do. And it was made in Unity. By one person, by one fucking autistic guy like me. And I'm just fucking the sucker just sitting there clicking and just watching all these t- meaningless numbers just go up over the course of years, not profiting from it. And why don't I just fucking make games? Why don't I just make my own games that scratch the itch that I'm trying to have scratched? And I'm already learning how to do half of the things that these games do. It's like, oh, okay, that's how you do that. You just make a button. You make it clickable. It's so modular. And it's so fucking rewarding to just learn this new framework. And, like, once you know Unity, you're a game developer. You can, like, any, pretty much every amateur or indie game in the past 10 years at least has been made with unity so it's exciting so like i'm just gonna try to put out a couple shitty games i have the background to do to be a full-fledged indie game developer i have programming skills some degree of art photoshop um Music, I can make basic music. 
I could certainly compose music. Like, you know, it's not that hard. Um, it's just I haven't had the energy level, the focus, and the ability to really do it, to sit down and fucking do the work. And so that brings me to the second topic of this episode, which is what is my problem? What is my mental hang-up? What is the disability? What Whatever the fuck you want to call it? What is the uh, condition? It's not just depression. It's not just epilepsy. It's not just, uh, I don't even know. What else did I think? I thought it was like, I don't know, covid uh, like long-term post-COVID symptoms. It's not that. It's not that I just am losing interest in things. I've always been that way. I've always lost interest in things. After gaining some degree of like satisfaction, like once you like, okay, I figured that out. It's like you, you like or. There's something wrong with my dopamine receptors or something around my brain that is not allowing me to reach the next level in any hobby to make it like an actual real, even like fucking things that I've been successful in, like programming in my career. I just didn't want to put in the effort it took to get to the next level to be like a real fucking career programmer you know like having a fucking real benefit paying 401k like office job i just never had the wherewithal to even try to do that even though i probably have the talent or to make myself get to the next level or any level let's say in stand-up which is to say just to be like a road comic just to be like an opener comic or feature act why have I not wanted to do that? Why don't I try to do that even? Lack of interest. And why do I have a lack of interest after such a short, even though I know I could do something? In game development, I know I can make games. I've made them before. When I was a fucking teenager, I put out, a, I put out many games on Newgrounds. They all sucked, but they got slowly better and better. And the last one I put out ever got sponsored and got, you know, got hosted on a fucking game site and it's still up. It's still on the internet on some other website that scooped it up and converted it to HTML5 because Flash is no longer a thing. So anyway, I was a game developer 20 years ago almost and now I'm just getting back into it knowing that it's something I've done before. It's like, I'll only be better than I was as a teenager, I think. But why am I probably... Why do I have low expectations? Like, I don't see myself putting out, like, a huge game. Why do I see myself moving on to something else? It's because I know myself. I have ADD. Ad. It's known now as ADHD. ADD has just, it's not a thing. ADHD. So I, I, I was diagnosed... This is one of the few things in life I've actually been diagnosed with is uh, ADD. 
I was diagnosed with it as a child. I don't even remember how young I was. I think I was in middle school. Yeah, I think maybe about sixth grade or even maybe younger. Fifth grade is when I first got on the pills. It was uh, Concerta and then Adderall. It was different times too. I remember multiple times I was prescribed that motherfucking shit. In high school, I distinctly remember taking a pill of the taking the Adderall and then just feeling this unequivocated sense of uh, unprecedented sense of like I'm just going to be so fucking focused. I'm going to fucking murder this fucking school. I'm going to be the best freshman. Was this freshman year that I thought? Yeah, because I had no motivation to do any schoolwork by default. But then when I got on the Adderall, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to be so, I'm gonna do so fucking good on this fucking homework. And I did that week. And then it wore off and I was like, ugh, these pills make me depressed. And like you get, you grow a tolerance. I don't know how the fuck you could be on Adderall every single day. But I, I, I want it back again. I need it. I, it's like I didn't take it serious. I thought like, oh, whatever. Adderall is just something they give to kids who don't like school. Uh, and I'm an adult and I'm still feeling like I can't focus on real work that needs to be done. I've always f- had that problem with programming. That's a pretty fucking involved thing that you got to pay attention to. So, like, you got to kind of, like, really, like, have some ability to focus to be a programmer. And to do that, you need dopamine. Like, you need to pay, you need to be paid the dopamine reward for doing so. And I I don't get that reward by default. I don't have that ability. Same with the stand-up. You need the ability to, like, fucking actually, like, at some time of the day, consolidate your jokes and look at them and build them and like fucking work on your jokes. And I I never have that fucking desire or ability to just sit down and consolidate. It's like homework. So I need Adderall. It's like, it would actually help me because like people who have ADHD, they actually, it calms them down. It gives them that, and it, so I've been self-medicating that with weed for the past, I don't know, 15 years. Just been smoking. Like I need, like with without weed, I would not have been able to work a job, a programming, like not any job, but a pro, like a real job. I needed to smoke weed every time I did any programming for years and years and years. And I don't know, I don't think we is the best uh, medicine for for ADHD. It motivates you, but then it, but it motivates you to do more than just one thing at a time. It's like, oh man, I should be doing this and this. It motivates you for sure, but then it fades away. Adderall lasts longer and you can stay rigidly focused on just one minute thing and you get this, you get paid dividends for paying attention. So in addition to the Zoloft, I think I need some Vivance or whatever the next one is. 
Adderall until enough of a trial period of me complaining and saying, you know what, these these side effects from the Adderall are killing me, but I need it to focus on my hard work. So just give me methamphetamine. So we'll we'll get there. We'll work towards that. You don't want to become a meth head. I'm not just going to get meth on the street. Because I want to know what the dosage is, and they're going to want to just become a meth head. So we're going to work towards that. We're going to get, we're going to be like, okay, this meth. Now the meth is what I needed. I really need it. Okay, so those are the two big topics that we wanted to cover. And because, like, I, I am in the, I, I'm programming a fucking game right now. I'm learning Unity and a lot of what is in game development is not just making the actual, like, game itself but it's making the fucking ui that takes fucking more time than the actual game logic itself it's just figuring out how to make these little panels show up when you click on the little gear icon okay here's a hamburger button and then it shows a sub menu and you gotta have a scroll pane within the sub menu and it's pretty goddamn convoluted when you're just making it is you got to make it look good on every screen. So there's a lot of like periphery shit to learn in game development to make your game good to play for the user. You want the user to have a good user experience. And I'm pretty good at the attention to detail for like little things like for like to make things like high quality in that regard. I don't know if the actual game itself will be playable or fun. Um, the concept is not fully fleshed out yet. It's basically just, okay, travel as far as possible in the universe. Just the amount of distance traveled is the main metric of success in the game. And so you're just traveling closer and closer to the speed of light. And as you approach the speed of light, the amount of energy increases that is needed to accelerate more and more. It's a logarithmic, it's an exponential thing. And as you get closer and closer to the speed of light, time dilates. So so that means that if you're traveling like, I don't know, 0.999C, everything's going to seem the same for you, but then people on Earth, time is going to be tra- time is going to be going by way faster for them compared to you. So if you go back to Earth after traveling for like, I don't know, a, a day, it'll be like, well, wait, how did six years go by or whatever, five weeks? How did five weeks go by? I was only gone for an hour. It's like, yeah, but you were gone like point nine 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 C. So that'll be the just one of the concepts that show you how fast you're going. It's like, oh, you're going this fast. Congrats. All your relatives are dead forever and ever. <laughs> I don't know. And then it'll just be like, okay, you've made it to this far. Let's see, like now get to this far. Alpha Centauri, leave the galaxy, leave the solar system, leave the universe, whatever. It'll just become, okay, you it'll have goals. Like, okay, the first goal is to just speed up your engines to upgrade your ship to the point where it's, to where you can reach the fucking moon 
So it'll have these little goals that make that walk you through it and hold your hand at first. Like, okay, which upgrades do you want to focus on and all that? And we'll see. I don't know where it'll go, if it'll be fun or worthwhile, but that's not the, that doesn't matter. If I'm actually going to re- release it, I don't know. It's my first game in 15 years. My first Unity game. It's a PC game, but it could be released on anything. But um, but it's not the it's not it's going pretty well. Like I'm impressed with how I'm actually able to like build out the features that I'm envisioning. Like it's like oh there is that's how you do that. That's how you build an options menu. That's how you build. Um, that's how you make like a thing that clones. If you need more of something, you make a prefab. And then you have these settings that are applied to it. And it it allows you to do pretty goddamn complex things that you have to learn the basis for. But once you learn the basics, it's like, oh, that's why that, that's how you do that. You could make things dynamically conform to your vision. You could create anything in this. So it's exciting like that. You could make anything you want. It just takes, it just. So the only thing stopping it is is the time it takes to build it out. It's not the, am I smart enough? It's just the time. And so I'll find out if my game ideas are actually good or not. Because I have the skills to bring them to life. And I can make 3D games with this as well. It's just crazy that I got all these games that I've been obsessed with for so long. I, I play. I put so many hours into like soft rink is another is one that was there's this game that that I've put like four hundred hours of my life into and that was made in unity it's like I should probably just start making my own games and and maybe that'll turn into a, a money making thing but if not I'm learning a variable skill you gotta be learning skills, man. Like at least if I'm, because eventually I will probably want to return to stand up. Like I do technically have a show booked next month, and I'm not gonna fucking cancel. Like even if I don't do stand up for two months, who gives a shit? The worst it could be is like I'll just fucking wing it and make it happen. Like I'm still, even me at my worst. All I gotta do is believe in myself and I'm funnier than most people. Isn't that fucking crazy? Like, me, the only reason I'm not feeling my like funny is because I'm not feeling funny. If I'm feeling funny, I'll be funny. I don't need anyone else to tell me when I'm being funny or not. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah do that. It's like, yeah, I know. I know. So it's like, yeah, I can just fuck around through. I can just fuck jerk off my way through this set. It's what T.J. Miller does. It's what a lot of good comics do. They just jerk off their way through this. I don't know. So obviously I'm starting to miss comedy because I'm talking about it. And if I didn't care about it, I wouldn't talk about it. I don't care if I, like, I wouldn't be sad about never doing it again if I didn't want to do it again. But I want to do it again. It's part of who I am. It's um and it's it's rewarding and it gives you a social it gives you like a framework of peers it gives you a peer group and then you get it's but the you know those you know you also feel like a loser when you got nothing going on so anyway so that's what I've been doing so I've been trying to get some so that's what that's the check in I hope you all feel like I have checked you guys into my life 
my life is currently in a transitory period of me trying to get a new job. And I'm self-employed. So, you know, this is a very lucky opportunity that I'm in to be able to just fucking take as much time as I want to just, like, fucking make a game that might not even be released, but just learning a new skill that is a marketable skill. Not if it but a Hasland luxury. Like, if I had kids... Running around with their diapers and shit. Do you think I could just fucking fuck off and make a game? I'm flying a half a centaur and breaking the speed of light, reaching this fucking, trying to get to the speed. You think I could just fuck off and be a game developer? An indie game developer? If I had fucking kids yucking and jucking around up here in the air? No, I would not. I would not be able to do that. So that's where I'm at right now. And so we're going to keep on doing this podcast. This has been episode 45. I can't believe it. I was a 45 times. I've never done anything 45 times in my life. The only thing I've ever done 45 times as consistently is things that are addictive. Like smoke weed, jerk off. Stand-up comedy, that's it, baby. You gotta make things addictive if that you're trying to become your dream. You can't reach your dreams if your dreams don't have what... You gotta make what your dreams are addictive. If you make what becoming your dream... If you make what chasing your dreams is a, a habit... Or no. Here, let me get it out. If you make what chasing your dreams is an addiction, then the odds are in your favor. That's my quote for you tonight. That's my weekly quote. If you make what your dreams, if you make what chasing your dreams are a habit, <laughs> if you make what it Takes to chase your dreams in a ditch. That is one healthy addiction that can lead you to jerking off on a supermodel's face someday. Get it? I don't. I don't. I, I, don't, I hope I don't have to explain more of what that means. Just uh, what I mean by that is don't just chase your dreams blindly and expect it to work out. You can't just track through it. You gotta enjoy the process of what becomes you to that dream in the first place. If you don't love doing what that dream entails, you ain't gonna reach that fucking dream, cocksucker. 